Hello, my name is Finn, the blue, I mean, just kidding, uh, the, the yellow tank fish, and I am six years old, and Jesus is better than anything else because he loves us. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job, but then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hey, boys and girls, here we are again on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast, but this is our special edition talking about some of Finn, the fish's favorite Bible stories. Bless you, Finn. Hey, I might be allergic to your shirt. So Finn um, decided that on the story that he is going to tell you today. So if you want to open up your Bibles to Mark chapter 15, and then also you can flip over to Matthew chapter 27 and 28, and you can follow along as he tells the story, and then we talk a little bit about why Jesus is the best. And then you can practice at home with your um, little brother or sister or your parents or one of your friends at school. So, Finn, are you ready? As ready as can be. <laughs> what story are you going to tell us today? Uh, the story of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Okay. So, could I just give a little background first? Um, so, boys and girls, we are jumping ahead in history from some of those other episodes we had been talking about with King Saul. And we are fast forwarding all the way to when Jesus came to earth to live among us. God sent his son, Jesus, to live here. And for three years, he had been doing um, ministry and preaching about the kingdom of God among the people. But the religious leaders who lived in Did the land of Israel, what? Uh, well, they well they didn't want Jesus to be their king. They wanted a uh, Pontius Pilate to be their king. Well, actually, Pilate was the kind of the Roman ruler at the time, and um, the Jewish people had an idea of. Maybe a king who could take over the Romans. And that wasn't really what Jesus came to do. And so they didn't think that Jesus could possibly be the Messiah, the one who came to save them. So they thought he was a fake and they wanted to get rid of him. So when the religious leaders brought Jesus to Pontius Pilate, the leader at the time, what did Pilate do? He agreed to crucify Jesus. Now, he didn't do that right away because, well, he, uh, 
he, he uh, well, he sent Jesus to some <clears throat> soldiers, right? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and at first he wanted to just uh, um, <laughs> uh, just whip him and let him go. Mm-hmm. But then the the religious leaders started shouting. Crucify him! Crucify him! Oh, and it might have been too annoying to add. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he, uh, finally, he agreed to uh, crucify him. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember what they did first to Jesus? First, they took off his that purple robe and put his real clothes back on. After they whipped him? Yes. Yeah. And it says they struck him on the head and spat, spat on him. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you think that's pretty gross. But yeah. Jesus went through a lot of pain. They yeah. even twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. Yeah, so he's the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's the king of thorns. Yeah, they were kind of making fun of him. And then what happened? Um, they took him to this place called the Skull. Mm-hmm. Where they all, where and while he was on his way, and he was he was carrying the cross, what happened? Well, the, there was someone named Simon, and they made him carry Jesus as a cross. Because Jesus probably didn't have <laughs> the strength weak. to carry it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so then they brought him to the place called Golgotha, the place of the skull. Yuck. And what did they do to Jesus there? They crucified him. Mm-hmm. So it was about nine in the morning when that happened. Yeah, nine o'clock. Wait, they didn't have a clock back then. Yeah, but the soldiers, uh. they took his clothes and other things. And and, a tr- and a see who would buy it. Yeah, they were gambling and kind of dividing up Jesus' clothes because he was going to be killed. And um, do you remember what was on Jesus' cross? They nailed something. They nailed a sign that said, King of the Jews! Yeah. And two other robbers were were crucified with Jesus. So the two men who were crucified with Jesus did something wrong. Yes. Did Jesus do anything wrong? No, he didn't. He didn't. Th- he didn't throw a speck of sand on anybody. So, but what did what did people do when they saw him on the cross? They mocked him. What does that mean? That means they made fun of him. Mm-hmm. They said things like, you said that you could destroy the temple. And, and rebuild it in three days. Mm-hmm. And then they said, if you're so strong and powerful, save yourself and come down from that cross. So we could believe. Do you think that Jesus could have gotten down from the cross? Yeah, but it wasn't those... Pokey nails that kept him on there. It was the love. Jesus' love for us kept him on the cross? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was also something that his 
father asked him to do. And so it wasn't just the it wasn't just random people who came up and made fun of Jesus. It was also those religious leaders who said he saved others, but now he can't even save himself. They said, let him come down from the cross so we can believe in him. Too bad. So then what happened? Um, there was a giant storm. <laughs> yeah, it says that darkness covered the land for three hours. Uh, yeah, you know, like a sandstorm covers it with sand. Covers the sun. Yeah. So, at about three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice and said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why did he say that? Did the Father really turn away from him when he died on the cross? Yeah. Yeah, because he was taking the punishment for all the sin of the world. And... The father couldn't see that. There were some other people who were watching who weren't, weren't making fun of Jesus. It was Mary Magdalene and the other women. And they were really sad that Jesus, Jesus was being crucified. And so after Jesus cried out in a loud voice, he died. And one of the soldiers standing there said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Okay, Finn, so after Jesus died, what happened? Well, he was uh, this man named uh, Joseph uh, came and asked for the body, so he took it. it Why did he want the body? So he could bury it so he could put it in the cemetery. That's why. Mm-hmm. So did Pilate say that was okay? Um, yes. So he took off the cross and buried him in his own tomb. So then the chief priest came to Pilate and said, that man, when he was still alive, said, I'm going to rise again after three days. So now we think that probably his disciples are going to try to come in and steal his body and say that he had been risen, that he was risen from the dead. So then Pilate said, well, then take some guards and put them around the tomb. So they sealed the tomb and stationed the guards. And then Mary Magdalene and the other women came to the tomb to put some spices on it. So... So he wouldn't smell, um, uh, like so he went like slime or in a swamp. Yeah. Oh, so Jesus, they wanted to put the spices on Jesus's body. Yeah, so it wouldn't smell so bad. So, what happened when they got there? Well, they, well. An angel came and and they were nearly scared to death because there's this big earthquake and the guards <laughs> the guards tremble they became like dead men 
And yeah, and then when the woman came, she told them that uh, the angel told them not to be afraid. Yeah, like you have uh, not been afraid. He said, "I know you're looking for Jesus." Yeah, like uh, I order you to not be afraid. <laughs> and he said, "I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified, but he is risen." Just as he said. He's, then the angel said, come and see where he lay. Then the angel said, go quickly and tell, go quickly and tell the disciples that he has risen from the dead. So did the women do it? Yes! They were so, they were, they were filled with fear, but they were also just so excited. So they ran to tell the disciples the news. And they found him! Who? Jesus! Wow! And so they fell down at Jesus' feet and worshipped him. And Jesus also said, do not be afraid. Tell my brothers, the disciples, to go to Galilee, and that's where they're going to see me. Wow, thanks so much for telling that story today, Finn. Um, you know, usually on the show we talk about why Jesus is even better than the characters in the story. But since Jesus was our main character, I just wanted to ask you, um, why was it... Why was it the best that Jesus was the one who came to be crucified instead of just someone like a man dying to save someone else, like in a war or something? Because um, that man wasn't holy. Oh, so you're saying that the person who died for our sins had to never sin themselves? Yeah. Wow. And um, you were telling me earlier that Jesus is God. And God sent his son, Jesus, to mm -hmm. come and take our, the punishment for all of our sins. So is there anything that you noticed about God in our story today? Uh, anything that God did? Well, he died on the cross for our Well, he died on the cross for our sins. Yeah. And that has been that was God's plan since before he created the world. And um it's just amazing to me that the even though the religious leaders were the ones who hated Jesus and sent him to the cross, that was also God's purpose for Jesus to come to earth to die for us. What if you had never heard this story before? Ah! Well, I would if I didn't hear it. How would I know that it's a good story? That's right you would probably be trying to find another way to make up for your sins or a way to try to be good or perfect without God. All right, let's pray. 
Jesus, thank you so much for coming to earth to die that horrible death so that we could be saved and um, live forever with you. Thank you for your love and thank you for your obedience to the Father's will. And thank you that even now you're praying for us, you're interceding for us, and that we can look forward to the time when we'll get to see you face to face. But until that time, nothing can separate us from your love. We worship you, God. Amen. Goodbye! Talk to you next time.